everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, Jesus is so weak. Jesus? What a pathetic... Dude's a pussy. (laughs) Beta male. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be talking about a... uh, I guess it it originates from an NPR interview that Russell Moore, that name means anything to any of you, did this week. Um where he shared some interesting stories about the state of Christianity. And we just kind of wanted to, to run with that. So that'll be on the second half of the show. First, Dan, my, one of my worst nightmares is in oh, this no. story. My absolute worst nightmare, Dan. Uh, this is a story of Peggy Jones down in Texas. Now um, it's my worst nightmare. <laughs> who was just out riding her lawnmower, minding uh-huh. her own business, when a snake fell from the sky, Dan. <laughs> Sorry, fell, did you say a snake fell from the sky? A snake fell from the sky, <laughs> wrapped itself tightly around her arm, and started striking her in the face. Um, <laughs> okay. And as she's trying to deal with this nightmare yeah. scenario, this impossible scenario. Yeah. Right? Um, a hawk swoops down from the sky and starts clawing at her arm, right? Give and me back sh- my snake. Give me back my snake. <laughs> she shoes it, she shoes it away probably up to three or four times. It keeps coming back and attacking oh and trying gosh. to get the snake. Um, she's screaming, Help me, Jesus! Help me, Jesus! <laughs> And eventually, uh, according to her, Jesus helped. Listen, um, Jesus is the one that afflicted you with this problem in the first place. That is some <laughs> biblical shit. You snakes, don't know. That, that, <laughs> don't just fall on you. You pissed Jesus off. And you don't even know that the hawk was involved in the in the dropping of that snake in the first place. Right. That's it could have just been God screwing with you. He's a bit of a trickster God these yeah. days, it seems. Um, I think that was God's way of letting me live. Oh, so she's saying that the hawk, you know, she's talking about the hawk swooping down <laughs> intentionally to save her life. Is ah. kind of what she's, she's suggesting. Would she, would she, she says, would she then shoot away from her? She says, I think that was God's way of letting me live. Because I couldn't figure out a way. The snake was not letting go of my arm. I just feel thankful that I'm alive. Um, now they they talk to a snake expert about uh-huh. this whole thing. Um, Do they talk to a flying snake expert? Because <laughs> it's a different kettle of worms. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. They talked to Brian Hughes. Uh, uh-huh. He's the owner of Rattlesnake Solutions. <laughs> God, this story is so Texas. Is, I can't that is a even. Great business name right there. <laughs> I don't care what they do. Like Rattlesnake Solutions, come and buy a mattress. I don't care what they do. <laughs> uh, let's see. He he sort of uh, like because I was like really like my 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 first thought was this snake wrapped itself around <laughs> your arm. Apparently there are snakes in the area that um, would behave that way. Okay. Um, if suddenly if, dropped from the sky. Dropped from a height. <laughs> uh, it says it hung on, or he says it hung on to her because it was a panicked, injured animal. Yeah. He himself has seen a gopher snake fall from the sky, uh, landing uh, on the ground 20 feet ahead of him, uh, only to look up and see a hawk flying overhead, right? Um, See, hawks, it's a known fact that one of hawk, a certain hawk's favorite food is flying snakes. <laughs> or that they just enjoy fucking with people. Um, they <laughs> let's know. Just, let's go grab a snake and drop yeah. it on somebody, see what yeah. happened. They're like, hey, Charlie, watch this, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, but uh, Hughes uh, makes sure to, uh, to, to stress that this is not something that people need to start worrying about. Oh, it I is, think it is. It I is such a differ. freak incident. Yeah, right? Like, you hear this story, 
and I'm fairly confident that, that this is now my new nightmare. Um, before it would have just been, you know, riding a, a lawnmower in Texas. That, that would have been about as bad as I could have come up with. And holy crap. Oh, my God. I mean, look, you, you're not allowed. You can't tell me that, like, you're, you're commenting on an incident where a snake falls from the heavens and lands on a person. Then tell me, oh, yeah, I saw that happen one time. And then tell me, <laughs> you don't have to worry about this. You, you can like, tell I, me one of those things or the other, but not both. No. <laughs> I mean, his was a near miss, right? Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't, you know, the, the, the hawk dropped it on me. Um, I, I think that the correct interpretation. So there's two possible correct interpretations here. Mm-hmm. If you're a believer. Yeah. It's that God's dropping snakes on people. Yeah. And if you're not a believer like us, it's that hawks are like redneck hawks are out there pranking people by dropping snakes on them. I mean, no, this hawk's trying it again, right? Oh, like, Oh, that was the He's, best day of this hawk's life. <laughs> he was like, that went so much better. He than liked expected. it so much he went back for the snake. He's like, I gotta do this again. I gotta get I gotta get somebody else. This is delightful. Oh, yeah, so Help anyway. me, Jesus, there's a snake. I, the, oh man. I love it. That's crazy. Um, all right, I'm gonna take us to uh, a much more, a much saner place, Florida. Uh, where apparently okay so listen there have been uh there there is data out there that shows that like when someone is selling something and they invoke god they're more likely to scam you that is there is there's Mm. good data out there oh they're more likely to be a scammer yeah yeah okay yeah yeah uh Anyway, so when you see the phrase the that there was an eBay virtual store called the Anointed Liquidator, <laughs> I I would be instantly suspicious. But mm. turns out they have a one hundred percent approval rating, wow. and have registered more than thirty five thousand items sold over the past decade. Wow. So you would think, okay, legit. You would be wrong. Uh, it might be fine for you as a as a buyer. Don't worry about that. Um, but this is a a uh, a store that is run in part by a, a man named Robert Dell, who is a former pastor of the Rock Church in Saint Petersburg, Florida. Okay. Uh, and founder of a, uh, a, a some sort of um, rehab center. Hmm. Which sounds very nice. That all sounds yeah. lovely. Okay. Um, you, you wouldn't think so if you saw his mugshot because he looks terrifying. <laughs> but uh, the reason he has a mugshot is because it turns out that the uh, the reason that you got such a good deal when you bought from the anointed liquidator on eBay is that he was coercing people under his pastorship to go to Home Depot and steal the stuff that he would what? then turn around and sell on eBay. Like steal for Jesus? Steal for him in <laughs> Jesus' name, I think, is probably the closer thing to it. He had a whole bunch of very, uh, you know, vulnerable people. He ran a rehab, for crying out loud. Oh, my God. And apparently he would uh, coerce them into going into Home Depot estimates that over the over a decade it was like 5 million dollars worth of stuff that this one guy took from home depot well that he that his minions right, but, yeah but his yeah. organization yeah what so now he is being uh charged with racketeering conspiracy to commit racketeering yeah. and uh dealing in stolen property as an organizer holy crap yeah uh, his wife and mother were charged as co-conspirators. It's uh, that's a hell of a thing. The church, uh, not surprisingly, is dins- distancing itself from uh, from Dell uh-huh. and saying that yeah. uh, 
He hasn't been a pastor there for two years. Oh yeah. Okay. Of course, this has been going on for over a decade, but they're not. This is this is they're not part of this. This is his. <laughs> yeah. So there wow. you go. Uh, if you want to get some cheap stuff? Look for somebody who's trying to make you think that they're squeaky clean because of Jesus. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because all of their stuff just you know fell off the back of you know an, a, a hawk dropped it in their front lawn. <laughs> I have no idea where this came from. This, I guess this. Jesus is supplying me with power tools. <laughs> oh golly! Well, Dan. Yeah. Um, there's there's this there's a, sort of an ongoing epidemic of uh, Quran burnings. It seems. Oh no! Right now, uh, we know about the ones up in Sweden um, that have just set the Muslim world on fire, practically. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, here was at, a, at very least it set the Muslim book on fire. <laughs> well, here is a story from Bangladesh of all places. I don't think this is the part of the world where you want to go around burning Qurans in no. protest. Um, no, Bangladesh feels like a very bad place to do yeah, that. 90% of Bangladesh is Muslim. Yeah. Um, with some uh, Hindus and Christians to fill in the, the rest. And police had to use uh, rubber bullets and tear gas to disperse a crowd of at least 10,000 people. Um, this last week from uh, overnight from Sunday to Monday, as they uh, were attacking two men accused of destroying copies of the Quran. At least 14 policemen uh, were injured in the in the <laughs> incident. Wow. Uh, and two men were arrested um, saying that the Qurans that they were burning, they were like, uh, they, they found the remains of 45 copies of, of burned Qurans. Oh, wow. Um, okay. the, 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 the Qurans that they were burning um, were very old and had printing mistakes. Um, oh. And so they were. Wait, are you saying this was all a misunderstanding? This was a misunderstanding. <laughs> oh my god! Like this wasn't a political statement. They were like, "These are not Quraning enough. They're, They're not, not Quran enough." Correct. Yes. Um, and the crowd, shit. a crowd of people, lost their goddamned minds yeah they made a huge miscalculation on that one yikes uh it has been uh, clearly established apparently uh that disposing of the quran of a quran that is no longer usable is permissible if done respectfully and a lot of people feel that like burning something to completely destroy it right so there is nothing left to potentially desecrate maybe Right. right is a respectful way of 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 getting the job done, right? Yeah, that especially is, that is that is the way that you are supposed to uh, yeah. get rid of an American flag, right? And as long like correct, it's this and it's the spirit around which the the thing is done, right? Like if you're holding <laughs> it up and denouncing, you know, Islam, right, and burning it. Or you're doing it to strictly for the for the cameras in order to instigate a, or to provoke a response, right? Yeah. Um, that is one thing. That is clearly, <laughs> at least not what these guys are saying now that they were up to. Right. You know, they in fairness to the bloodthirsty mob, uh, it does it is confusing when the respectful thing and the disrespectful thing end up being the same thing. <laughs> I understand the confusion. Yeah, you know, and you know, the fact that they were, you know, they were having a, a weenie roast at the same time. Like that that probably wasn't <laughs> Look, you don't want to waste a good fire. <laughs> yeah. You got a good fire going. You know, crack out some marshmallows. Do some uh, s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Oh, that, is, that is yeah, amazing. We, we just said two things that are definitely not halal. Hot, <laughs> hot dogs and marshmallows, Dan. So I, uh, you know, 
I whatever whatever the uh, the the Muslim whatever the haram or the no yeah the halal equivalent <laughs> the non haram equivalent of uh, hot dogs and marshmallows. <laughs> oh Lord, is it because they're called dogs and they're and dogs uh, probably too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, now I'm going to take us. Well, I don't know where I'm going to take us because we don't know where this guy is. Um, Jason Gerald Shank uh, has been there. There has uh, there has been an indictment unsealed in, uh, in Georgia. This is a federal indictment. Hmm. <clears throat> They're trying to charge this guy. Um, you know, it's almost like when you invoke God, people become credulous idiots. Uh, because this guy, oh boy, did he manage to uh, to pull one over on some some people. Um, he basically he said that he was running a and was running apparently a charity committed. This is not actual charity, by the way. I'm using their language, but just note, not a charity. Uh, committed to giving Bibles to the peoples of China. <laughs> <laughs> distributing Bibles. What, what a great humanitarian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, it is it is a cause worthy enough, apparently, to believers that he managed to obtain a, over $30 million for this effort. Holy cow. Uh, really? Largely from other charitable organizations. Oh, no. Uh, so he obtained about $22 million from one charitable group uh, and its donors and about $10 million from another, um, along with, you know, various individual donations. Uh, he, he was mostly, he, most of the groups were from, were Ohio-based. Apparently it was Amish people, Mennonite people, like Anabaptist groups. Really? Uh, in Ohio, and then some different groups in uh, one of the Carolinas. I don't remember which Carolina. North Carolina, I think. Huh. All right. Uh, it does seem like he just took the money and bye-bye. Um, they know what? that he, like, he may have used some of it for the thing, but they can't find the guy, uh, which <laughs> that makes sense to me. He's a, they, he is presumed to be no longer in this country. <laughs> Uh, they say prosecutors allege that he used uh, he used money for things like payments to the company running his family farm, um, buying diamonds and precious metals, hmm. uh, and uh, life insurance policies in various people's names. That's oh, never a good sign. Oh, yeah. That's, and, you know, online sports gambling. That's probably how it starts. Mm. You do a little online sports gambling, you rack up too much of a of a tab and then you got to pay it out of something something yeah and you know you got uh you know a few 10 you got some tens of millions of dollars just lying around doing nothing yeah 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 well okay so here's the question like how many bibles would you have to give away in order to make it legitimate because this uh, this is a great idea i'm saying <laughs> you know here's the thing you can probably find a retail. I found retail Bibles. I actually looked this up. I went to, uh, you know, I Googled, I went to Google shopping and I typed in Bible. You can find a Bible for two fifty. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. find cheap Bibles and that's not even, that's retail. That's not even wholesale. Okay, you can find yeah. a wholesale Bible, a piece of shit wholesale Bible for a buck. Yeah. And so, Yeah. So like you know, it feels like you raise if, the thirty-two million, right? You give you out a hundred thousand Bibles. That sounds like you did a lot. That sounds you, legit. You used a very, very small percentage yeah. of that money, and like you got some serious overhead. For the rest is overhead. You got to go yeah. all the way to China all the time. <laughs> Those flights aren't cheap, especially no. first class. And listen, you're if you want fake papers. Saying you did a whole bunch of work in China, mm. you grease one Chinese uh, politician's palm, you're, you're going to have all the paperwork you need. Dan, Dan, how dare you? If he had just done this legit, meaning not legit, but like 
if he had been a little smarter about it instead of just yeah. taking the money and run. Yeah. He could have kept this going for forever. Yeah. Cash cow. Minimal effort. Yeah. Just, just, just go like give out 10 Bibles and film yourself doing it. Right. Yeah. And post that online. Like nobody's even going to ask you for receipts at that point. These people trust this guy. Here's the thing. Uh, so one group based in uh, Berlin, Idaho, or Ohio, Berlin, Ohio, hmm. told donors that uh, that quote this would be. They said this would quote be a shock if proven true, uh, given that given quote the long term trusted relationship we had with this contact, including many face to face meetings, hmm. as if to say he couldn't have lied to us. We saw, we were looking in his eyes. It's like, what do you think a con man is? Right. A con man is someone who gains your confidence, you ding dongs. But uh, the Lord testified. The to Lord me. guided us. And uh, My, we, he we, blessed me with discernment. Uh huh. And I discerned. What I discerned was this man was a man of God. Yeah. What a oh, holy oh. mission. What a holy mission. Mm hmm. Go to that Bible-deprived nation. <laughs> and here's the thing. You can raise unlimited funds telling people that you're trying to get Bibles to China because they have a billion people. Oh, yeah. You can, if you raise $30 million, you're not even close. No, that doesn't even. To getting even, these people no, Bibles. That doesn't even cover one of their small cities. Right? Not, yeah. you, we got a lot of work left to do. <laughs> all right well dan yeah oh my god dan we've talked about the chosen right that's mm, that that jesus show. show the jesus sure. show the crowdfunded jesus show yeah uh recently i don't know if you heard about this they recently sold uh the world worldwide distribution rights to lionsgate okay you know that's in lionsgate if if that doesn't immediately if you don't immediately know who Lionsgate is, they're a, they're a big deal. They're like, legit movie and television distributor, right? Yeah. The article mentions that Lionsgate did the Hunger Games, for oh. example. So, yeah. yeah, big deal. So legit. Uh, they now are distributing the Chosen. They right. they saw the the cash potential. Oh, they're not yeah. fools, and uh, apparently. There have been a couple sort of surprise blockbuster Christian films this year. Okay. Um, there was uh, Sound of Freedom. Uh, oh, that God. Came this, <laughs> which is about a federal agent on a mission to rescue children from sex traffickers. Which, which people are convinced is based on a true story. Isn't. And is also, <laughs> but it is based on a, on a real organization that's full of shit. Do right. not ever give to Operation Underground Railroad. <sighs> And then uh, there was Jesus Revolution uh, that released earlier this year about uh, hippies turning to Christ in the 1970s. Uh, and that, uh, also distributed by Lionsgate, has, was their biggest release in the last four years. Can I just say something? I, I'm just going to say this now because you just said you just talked about part of the problem. Uh, I, it feels a, a little apropos. I said something to Andrea earlier this week, and I'm just going to say it to you now, which mm -hmm. is that the hippie movement is like the most disappointing political movement that has ever happened on the face of the earth. <laughs> they achieved nothing, even though they had great momentum. And then, uh, and mm. then they all turned into like dickhead assholes yeah. instead of, instead of like continuing with their, Right. Solid belief system. They just turned into a bunch of dicks. It was just about the drugs. It was just about the drugs and the sex. That's yeah, all it was. That's your, all it was. Your disappointments, hippies. <laughs> boomers. And then they got all boomers. Oh, let's, not, let's not get on boomers again. We'll get 200 <laughs> emails. Anyway, let's turn into a bunch of boomers. Um, <laughs> No, so um, apparently this has got the attention of um, folks like MGM uh -huh. and 21st Century Fox and yeah. Sony Pictures 
who, uh, which have all launched their own faith-based studios this year. It doesn't surprise um, me. It's very clearly, not only is it a cash cow, yeah, but it's a cash cow where the people who are consuming it aren't allowed to criticize it because they feel like they'll be betraying their own. <laughs> so like every, every film you make is going to have a five star. Yeah. Re- yeah. That's you know, very review true. On everything. Yeah. Um, Even if it's crap, you don't have to be concerned with quality in the least. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's no surprising that a bunch of cynical movie uh, executives are just like, yeah, fuck, we'll make some Christian movies. Yeah. Uh, however, Christians are seeing this as like, like the great turning of Hollywood, basically. Yeah. Right. Um, well, what are they going to do now that because they've they've hated on Hollywood for so long? I, 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 yeah. Well, it, here, it feels here, like they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, there's uh, this is from Ted Bear. He's the founder of Movie Guide, uh, which hosts an annual gala uh, that rewards films based on their biblical messaging. He <laughs> says uh, there's a tremendously powerful movement toward Jesus right now that most people aren't aware of. Mm. Yeah, that's true. We pay attention to this stuff and I'm, I'm not super aware of that. Uh, the nature of man is to be hostile to Christianity and salvation. <laughs> But there's more and more people in Hollywood moving in the other direction. So he sees this as not the not the most like Hollywood is a business. If yeah. they see a dollar, uh, they're gonna it, go. They're for gonna it. get. They they go. They do it. They they want to make quick, easy money. And what you? I mean, to your point, what could be easier money than 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 making movies with with non-stars yeah right? these do they don't have to put like you know brad yeah. pitt in these movies you can get kevin sorbo and <laughs> yeah. freaking like uh jim caviezel yeah pennies, they're available pennies on the dollar right <laughs> yeah for 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 making a hollywood movie the the production quality doesn't have to be through the roof. Yeah. I mean, nice if you, you know, you spruce it up a little bit, but it doesn't have to be, you know, Lord of the Rings or whatever. No, you get to go with literally the lowest rent of all of the Baldwin brothers. <laughs> that is, that is. And then an audience that's just starved. They feel so neglected, right? They've convinced They're not themselves, allowing themselves to watch the, your other movies. Right. This is actually a really good business move because this yeah. is untapped audience that that yeah normally would not consume their product, um, at least not all of their product. Right, right? Um, now according to Movie Guide, this uh, this guy that I was just talking about, Ted Bear, his little group, the total percentage of movies with positive Christian slash redemptive content. <laughs> Yikes. Has soared from 10% in 1991 to 59% in 2022. However, those numbers do include films like Top Gun Maverick and (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog 2. What? Which clearly have fall more on the redemptive content side of of things. What the hell is redemptive? Oh, I guess it's I guess it's redemptive when it's like there's family friendly messaging. I'm thinking of Top Gun and it's like, what's remi- what's redemptive about that is America kicks ass. Yeah. Yeah. Against, uh, against a literally unnamed national opponent. <laughs> what do you, oh, it's so redemptive. Do you feel <laughs> redeemed, Frank? I, I feel so redeemed. By the um, kicking of ass. Yeah. I mean, it's again, this does mean that if Hollywood is spending time making these movies, there's going to be more of it out there. Yeah. Um, so brace yourselves, guys. There yeah. could be some real schlock coming your way. Yeah. When are yeah. they going to make movies for us? <laughs> I All want the movies are for atheist, us. atheist themes, themed movies. Yeah. Barbie. What about that? Sure. Bar- Barbie has a message towards the end that's that could be. Uh, considered atheist. Hmm. I don't know. Um, hey, Frank. Yeah. What would you like to ask Jesus? <sighs> Why? <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> then I'm going to ask because uh, I have just opened an app on my phone 
called Text Jesus. Oh, okay. And um, uh, and so I am. So I've just asked Jesus why this is a new this is a new app that has come out from a company called I don't know what it's called. The developer's name is Stefan Peter. Catloaf is the name of the company. Oh, okay, cool. Why and, are your followers such jerks? Right, exactly. Well, I, you had one question, and I asked it, and it was why. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, now chat the 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 AI thought that I was referencing the last question I asked, mm. uh, which was how can I know if you're real? Um, I've asked oh. Jesus several questions. Here's the thing: it just uses Chat GPT, but what it does is it like basically prompts the the app itself prompts chat gpt to uh to to sort of take on the person the persona of jesus or of mary or joseph or peter or matthew or mark oh, wow or and judas there's... iscariot oh, or john wow. the baptist or abraham anyway and there's you can ask any of these uh these figures questions nice uh and then uh and then the ai will answer in their name that's amazing. Uh, literally, I called up the, uh, I, you get a bunch of free uh, messages. I'm out of messages now. Literally typing why was the last message. So I get. you have to um, pay. This is a subscription. I assume so. You have to pay to talk to Jesus. Yeah. I don't Fake know Jesus. how many I got. Uh, yeah. Which is as good as real Jesus. Cause. Which is just <laughs> as good as real Jesus. If not better. It's actually better than real Jesus because at yeah. least, at least. You know, it talks back. <laughs> you get actual answers when you talk to this Jesus. Like, and it doesn't mean that you're crazy. Yeah. Oh, so there you go. Kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, just so that you know, Jesus told me mm -hmm. specifically, I asked, is the Bible literally true? And <gasps> Jesus told me the Bible is a sacred text that contains spiritual truths and teachings inspired by God, but is not meant to be interpreted solely as a literal account of every event. <gasps> That's what Jesus said? Jesus said that. So you guys, uh, wow. you can go and tell your friends and family, don't take the Bible literally. Jesus, Jesus said not to. <laughs> Jesus was very clear about that. I think this thing is going to take some fine-tuning before Christians are happy with it. Uh, I... It seems like such a bald faced cash grab to me. Like it's a badly programmed app. It's not, it's not good. I don't recommend getting it except that it's kind of funny, but like <laughs> as I'm typing questions, once the, you know, once the words go past the edge of the text bubble, it like you stop being able to see them. They're covered by the, by the send button. <laughs> Oh, wow. So you can't even see what you're typing. Like, it's badly programmed. It's clearly just hastily chucked together. <laughs> but it is kind of funny. Uh, and it is... Uh, I, I just... I don't know who the market is that they're trying to go after. Um, it's probably just us and, like, sad old people. Oh. Don't say but, that. Well... That, ma that I, makes me sad. <laughs> I don't want people preying on gullible old people. Well, if it makes them happy to talk, to text to Jesus. To prey on old people. Yeah. I mean, look, it's probably, I don't, I don't actually know how much it costs. It doesn't, it's not telling me, but it's probably not that expensive. I don't know. Upgrade to premium. I don't know how much that costs. $2.99 a month. Or Ugh. you can do it for $30 a year. Oh, so, yeah, okay. Do the yearly one. That's a deal, yeah. man. That's a, that's a steal right there. <laughs> I'm charging it to the podcast. Nope. All right. Well, if you, friends, would like to talk to Jesus and are willing to cough up the money, let us know. Write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message and tell us about it. The telephone number is 424 666 Four, four, two. Stick around. There's more show coming up.
Well, Frank. Dan. Uh, you know, we have m- many times uh, on this show played audio from uh, MAGA pastor Hank Kuhneman. <laughs> yes. I still have a reminder in my phone mm-hmm. for, uh, let's see, I don't know how, how much longer it is, but there is a reminder in my phone that it, in, in 2025 mm-hmm. to make fun of Hank Kuhneman for getting his prophecy about Trump being president again wrong. Oh damn! Uh, we'll see. Boy, that's we'll some, see. That's some dicey. You I, should not. You should not be tempting fate the with fates that. like that. Yeah. Well, here's the like, thing: go outside, turn around, spit, <laughs> swear, whatever you have to do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here, here's the 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 thing about it. He he made lots of predictions, and most of the ones that he made about Trump. Sorry, not predictions prophecies he <laughs> prophesied he called them prophecies he said they were from god mm-hmm. uh which is which is way bigger deal than just predicting sure yeah if you ask me and in these prophecies he was very clear that he uh that trump was going to be trump did win the election and would be reinstated and he very frequently used a timeline that was like in the end of this year, it's going to happen. He's going to be brought back in. We're all going to learn that he was the the real president the whole time, and he's been working behind the scenes and blah, blah, blah. He said a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. Jesus Christ. Yeah, of course. And then when none of it happened, uh, and, you know, he all of his prophecies fell flat, uh, some people called him out. Well, he checked with the the authorities. And he has this to say about it. That's why this man hasn't been opening his mouth, because Jesus said, don't, don't do it. I went to my fathers. I went to my spiritual mothers. I went to my board. I went to my peer level relationships and said, hey, there's a lot of calling out going on. And my name's getting thrown out there. Uh, What do I do? Jesus told me not to say anything. They said, follow what Jesus said. You're right on. And not only that, we're your accountability system. And they told me not to address it. And so don't keep asking me to take the lead. I have. I've honored Jesus. I've done what he said. And I honored those that I'm accountable to, submitted to. Stop asking him to take responsibility for his his very, very false prophecies. (laughs) Jesus told him not to. (laughs) He must follow. Jesus. You got to do what Jesus says. Oh my God. Even if Jesus is upset with you. Even if Jesus is wrong. Yeah. Even if the crazy voice in your head is wrong. <laughs> Even if he lied to you and tricked you <laughs> and then told you you're not allowed to apologize for it. You got you to go with that. Yeah. Do whatever he tells you. God, it must suck to have a, a really dumb magic voice in your head. <laughs> it must be like so embarrassing to have for your your magic voice in your head to be like a real idiot. That sucks. <laughs> hey, t- tell him Trump will be back. It'll, it's, I promise it's going to happen. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, we had some wonderful people write into us, call into us. Uh, let me dive right in. This is from Ryan who says hello again. On your previous previous episode, you both brought up the disparity between claimed atheism and the amount of people who probably are atheists. I have some interesting hands-on experience with this on a regular basis, and I personally believe the number must be higher than reported. For the past two and a half years, I've been a recruiter for the U.S. Navy, and part of my job requires that I accurately record each and every person's religious preference. Pretty much everything except for Pastafarian and Jedi are options, and no religious preference and atheist are both options. I ask every person the question, and well over half the time I get the same response. I don't have one. Mm. To this I must ask if they prefer no preference, atheist, or something else. 
Without fail, they either tell me they don't believe in a God, but prefer anything other than atheist, oh, or they backtrack and talk about how their family is Catholic or Methodist, Christian, uh, and would prefer that uh, put on their official documents. Right. In the hundred or so people I've worked with, only about 25% or so have a positive religious conviction, and the remaining either openly don't care, admit they are atheist, or get really uncomfortable and ask to have some form of Christianity put down because, quote, I don't want to be, I don't want people to think I'm not Christian. Oh, wow. I always tell them that it won't impact their service and that representation is important, uh, regardless of their group. And that I myself have atheist on my official report record, but it almost never eases their worries. To this day, I know of only four people who openly admitted and uh, wanted atheists to put on their paperwork. Aww. I can think of a good few dozen who asked for Christian to be entered because they went to a Christian church a few times as a kid and their grandparents were Christian. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, uh, you know, Ryan points out, uh, a little later that it's only anecdotal, but yeah, it's still, that's, that's about what I would expect is that like most people, especially young people mm -hmm. have no, they don't have a religious conviction. Right. A lot of people develop conviction when they think they're supposed to, mm. like they become parents and they <sighs> never really cared about it. But then like, right. it feels like, like they haven't thought about it at all. And then it just feels like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to. It's what you wait. do. I'm supposed to raise kids in church, so I guess we yeah. got to pretend like we're Methodists now or whatever. <laughs> um, along the same lines, JB wrote in to say, uh, speaking from experience, if someone's conversion to atheism slash leaving of religion is a gradual process rather than initiated by one, one impactful event, there's a sort of safe medium space between being a Christian and being an atheist where you may tell yourself and others that you don't believe in the Bible as an organ and organized religion, but you still believe in a God slash creator. I'm not religious. I'm spiritual is another common mantra from this medium place. In my case, during that time in my life, I would have answered yes to the God question and no to the rest. That medium place is a slippery slope to full-blown lack of belief, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. So that I, I think that's interesting. Um, we had another person write in to say uh, that over the years, this is Angie who wrote, over the years, my level of honesty about my religious beliefs has evolved. In college, when I fully realized that I am an atheist, I lied about this over, uh, and even attend, attended church periodically with my roommate. As I grew more confident in my beliefs, I adjusted my language to, I'm not the most religious person, implying that I may be religious, just not the most religious. Over the last 10 years or so, I've adjusted it again to, I'm not a religious person. This phrase hints at atheism, but is ambiguous enough to let others think I might believe in God, but I'm, I'm just not religious about it. I think I've finally reached a place in my life where I can broadcast my atheism without fear of major repercussions in my personal or professional life. Hmm. The epiphany is that I can and will start referring to myself as an atheist instead of using these vague phrases I've learned on, leaned on my entire life. Hmm. Nice. So that's good. Yeah, get there. That's, I, a, it, that's a good place to be. It's a process. It is. It, it's a process. Yeah. Whether it's uh, a quick one or one that takes years. Yeah. It's a process. And it's and 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 it's your process, so yeah. take it as you like it. Uh we have a voicemail, I believe. We do indeed. Um a listener with a strategy for dealing with people pushing religion. Awesome. Hey, my name's Shelby and I'm from Saskatchewan up here in Canada. Just wanted to mention something that's happened to me at work several times. I have been handed pamphlets, Bible pamphlets. It happens more often than not at work, and simply only to me, not my other co-worker. I am pretty heavily covered in tattoos, and for whatever reason, they think I need Jesus. Um, so I printed out a whole bunch of satanic uh, pamphlets off the Internet, and I simply hand one back now when I get one. I think that's one of my biggest annoyances with religion is being pushy and pushing 
it on to other people and, you know, handing out pamphlets and such. It's unnecessary. Just wanted to share that with you guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks. <laughs> Satan. Oh, you Just... are going to get fired. <laughs> you're literally doing the same thing that they're doing, and you're only doing it when they do it, and you're definitely going you're... to get fired for it. It's, uh... Or at least a stern talking to. It's, yeah, you're, you're going to have a meeting with HR. <laughs> so what's this with the Satan stuff? I, th- I mean, I love it. Yeah. I love it. As you were talking, before I heard the Satan thing, I just kept thinking that, like, if someone tries to hand, tried to hand me, if I was sitting at my desk or whatever, and someone tried to hand me a Jesus thing for the umpteenth time, I think I'd just grab my garbage can and be like, yeah, could you put it in the file? <laughs> just hold it up to them. Here you go. Put like it in put there. It, put it where it's going to go anyway. Just uh, save me the effort. Just yeah. plop it right down <laughs> into that would be great. I ha- there's the paper shredder down the way also if you can put it into <laughs> that yeah oh my god the the satanist thing is great i uh but yeah that's your i mean the best thing is about the satanist pamphlet is that if they get you get called into hr mm-hmm. you can say well they're doing it to me mm-hmm. i don't and then hopefully a memo goes out that just says, hey, stop handing out religious things at work. Because <laughs> that's that's the ideal. Right. That's what you want. That's the end goal here, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Or just to uh, make it let stop. Me do, I'm going to do one more uh, email. This is unsigned. It says, I've been considering changing to a new financial planner. And a friend recommended one. I talked oh. to the planner and liked a lot of what was said. He's originally from Utah and has four kids. He also has LDS on his LinkedIn profile. Mm, run screaming. Wait a minute. Let's get to the rest of the thing. <laughs> Not to the point where we say that yet. Uh, I changed financial planners before I uh, before when I found out he was a, a Trump fan. I don't want someone that irrational managing my money. Similarly, I am leery about trusting my money with someone who has who had the cognitive dissonance to be a member of the LDS. I'm also not keen about 10% of the fee I pay, not trivial, going to the 100 150 billion dollar LDS apocalypse or uh, fund. Hmm. Not engaging in someone's services because of their religion sounds unfair. I don't even know if it's reasonable to ask the the prospective planner is this anything like the jerks that won't make cakes for gay couples? Am I the asshole? Uh, so I think that's an interesting question. You've already been very clear about your position, Frank. <laughs> um, I mean, here's what I would say. Mormons, I Mormons mean, can be good with money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it might not be a bad idea. <laughs> you say you don't want it to go to the $150 billion, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what he does with his money is his business. Right. You don't have to give any of your money right. to them. Uh, but the fact that they've been able to raise $150 billion should uh, should give you something. <laughs> no, I, 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 I wouldn't hesitate necessarily. I have had LDS financial planners. I don't think it actually makes them a good financial planner to be LDS. Um, yeah. But it doesn't mean that they're a bad financial planner. Um, per se. Per se. Yeah. I, I mean, is this person a fiduciary? That's what I would want to know. Yeah. And I mean, like having a financial planner that you know is sober, you know, that's a thing. A sober fellow, very serious, never and a lot of distractions beyond his family yeah. or her. Um, if, they, if they seem solid as a human, you know, you, look, here's the thing. Knowing a, a, whether knowing that a person is atheist or you know believer or whatever doesn't give you any information about how good they're going to be at their yeah at exactly their job. yeah I think uh, what I am hearing though is this concern of like that they would be contributing toward this person's tithing yeah right this is kind of what I'm hearing is there's the concern about the money funneling that direction. Well, and also, and that's uh, that's an inch like 
people are concerned about this, where their yeah. where their money is spent um, after they've handed it over to some organization or company or or person in this case. And so, like, yeah. I don't know. I think that like there's if that's bothering the 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 emailer, like uh, I don't know. Is that? Yeah. Is it equivalent though? Because they're asking the "Am I the asshole?" question, right? Are they basically being like the 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 cake person? I don't think you're being like the cake person because we all make these decisions. Right? Your concern isn't like punish. Well, I I don't know. Like you're, you know, when I think about what the what the shitty the shitty part of being a you know being a baker who refuses to make cakes for gay people. That's, uh, you know, the concern there is that it's founded on hatred and, uh, mm-hmm. and oppression of, of gay folks. Right. Uh, it is founded on a, a sort of philosophical stance that gay people are inherently bad and shouldn't get full enfranchisement right. in uh, society. And, it, and I'm not hearing that from this email. I mean, yeah, what Mormons. I'm here, I, right. I mean, the, the concerns that you raised were that the, that the person won't, isn't a clear thinker because they believe in this, which by the way, I don't think is a fair thing. I think plenty of very smart, very brilliant minds mm-hmm. are believers in, uh, in religion, in God, in various things. You know, both my parents were very, are, are, you know, very, very smart people with PhDs and whatever. And they, they believed yeah. So and so it's like you know you can't that's that to me is an unfair line to say right that you know the person is not a rational person because they believe right um they can be perfectly money grubbing right? <laughs> right and what you want is someone who <laughs> like like is uh is is in it to win it money wise yeah yeah you not might, in you, it to win it. Not so much in it to win it that they'll scam you. Right. 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 But there you go. I don't know. <laughs> I think you found your new financial planner. <laughs> money, money, money grabbing Mormon. It's all about the Mormons. Uh, <laughs> all right. Do, who do we have to thank? Do we have anyone to thank? We do. We have a new patron over on Patreon. A new deacon by the name of Christine. Christine, welcome to Magic. Congratulations yeah. on your priesthood. Yes. If you'd like to join Christine, you can do so. Go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and click on the support tab. And there's options. There's options, yep. Dan. And you guys, if you become a patron at a certain level, you can get the Frank and Dan Diaries. That's extra content mm-hmm. just for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is worth That's worth it right there. <laughs> Every week, extra content. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, please do uh, upwards become. of thirty minutes. Yeah, of extra us of, of extra us. <laughs> That's uh, you, you can't you can't go wrong with that. Indeed. Um, and as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior Davis. More show coming up. Well, Franklin, Dan, uh, listen, <laughs> I, I don't know if you run in the, uh, alpha dog circles that I run in. Uh, I uh-huh. am a, an AR 15 toting American flag wearing alpha male over here. <laughs> um, and I gotta say, I'm concerned about this Jesus fella. Yeah. Well, he's. He likes the meek a little too much. Yeah. What's up with that? This message of turning the other cheek? Fuck that shit. I'll turn the other cheek if it tricks them into uh, laying themselves open for a right hook. (laughs) Is what I'll do. No, so this is coming from uh, an interview that Russell Moore who was like, he was high up in the uh, Southern Baptist convention, right? And basically yeah. resigned or was ousted or something. I remember you, you did this story a while back about yeah. him kind of leaving and kind of just being like, this, there, there, there was a parting of ways. There were problems over there. 
Um, and he's evangelical. He's heavily steeped in the evangelical tradition. Um, he has not renounced it in any way, shape, no. or form. He's he is current editor in chief of Christianity Today magazine. Yeah, like, exactly. He's very he is he's in the the thick of it. Yeah, and he uh did did this interview on NPR where he mentioned uh things some concerns that he has about like uh pastors essentially coming up to him and and who, who've just recently quoted the sermon on the mount uh in their preaching right like this term, your various beatitudes yeah and, and uh and then someone will come up afterward and say to the to the pastor um where did you get those liberal talking points <laughs> right and the, so the pastor will say, I'm literally quoting Jesus Christ. And the response is not the, oh, shoot, I didn't realize. Oh, it's yeah, more along that. the lines of, uh, yes, but that doesn't work anymore. That's weak. Yeah. Is what Russell Moore is saying he's hearing. Uh, yeah. From I mean, there's, I don't know how much our listeners are aware of the whole, like, I made fun of this alpha male movement that's happening right now. But it's prominent. Yeah. There's a lot of it going around. M like men, very, very insecure men mm -hmm. are concerning themselves very deeply with whether their their behavior is alpha behavior or beta behavior. <laughs> it's so dumb. Listen, friends out there in podcast land, if you're worried about whether you're being alpha or beta right now, you are the thing you're scared of. Mm. You already are the insecure, sad, sort of scared yeah. guy that you're afraid to be. Alphas this, don't question. They well, don't wonder. An alpha doesn't sit around wondering <laughs> well, whether the point they're an is, alpha or not. The Dan. point is, if you think that those categories are meaningful categories that you should worry about, you're a scared, insecure man. Oh, Dan. It was like, I saw a TikTok that delighted me, um, where it was a, a sort of surfer dude guy. And he was, he was making, you know, he was piggybacking this video off of a comment that he had gotten on another video where a guy was like, Hey, why'd you paint your nails? And he went, Oh dude, you don't know about doing whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> it's great, man. You should totally do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who's the confident, secure one? Yeah. Right, in this scenario. Let me tell right? you something. It doesn't get more confident and secure than a drag queen. You're not gonna you're not gonna beat that person <laughs> at like alpha energy. <laughs> Even though that alphaness is presenting a little differently. Yeah. That confidence rather is presenting itself a little differently. Yeah. But there's this terror of not being masculine enough you know we're america's losing its masculinity right because men, because men are rejecting the literal poison that has been poured into them but this for, is the, uh, this is a perennial american obsession right yeah, yeah. like this is nothing new people right. in the 1800s were like are you oh i'm not manly enough. you're not manly enough yeah right and it's like come on Ugh. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. And oh, also okay. what could be more boring and yeah. painful yeah. than living a life where you have to be stuffed into this tiny little box where you're not allowed to have feelings. Right. Except, except mad. You get to be mad or happy. Right. Or like grumpy. Those are the, well, those uh, are the Dan happy. Isn't really encouraged too much. Well, you're allowed to be it. You just <laughs> aren't it. You can't, you can't demonstrate your happiness. Yeah. I Too mean, exuberantly. You know, right? No, no. Exuberance is out. That's right out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point here, though, is that on, the, on their scale of masculinity, unfortunately, Jesus is, is a beta male. Yeah. Uh, all, oh, the, yeah. Yeah, all that meat Peace? should inherit the earth yeah. stuff. Turn the other cheek stuff. Oh my you know, God. It was cool when he had that, you know, that freak out in the temple and started throwing oh, they, everybody's tables or whatever. They but, do love that part. They but, relish that, yeah. that story. 
But all of that nonviolence bullshit. <laughs> I mean, listen, we didn't do this story because it's new and we don't have a lot of uh, a lot of information about it yet. But the dude here in Provo, Utah, that just got killed by the FBI mm. because he was threatening the lives of the president and vice president of the United States, as well as, you know, Alvin Bragg, the New York district attorney and all this stuff. Like this dude posted so many pictures of himself with his AR 15 and his tactical gear and blah, blah, blah. That is an insecure man. And the fact that, you know, he likely, and you know, the FBI announced that they were there and he went and got his gun. Ugh. That's not going to go well for you. Right. None of this is healthy. None of this is useful to right. a human. Right. And you well, can be perfectly masculine and also not be worried about masculinity. Right. Well, and I don't know. It feels. <sighs> I mean, who cares? Who, who cares, cares if you're masculine or not? It doesn't. Don't be just, masculine. Yeah. It Explore doesn't that. fucking matter. Right. It's not important. Masculinity is not, is not a virtue. Right. Femininity, also not a virtue. Right. Uh, and whatever. Right. Yeah. Just be yourself. And that's, that's what matters. You know, if you just came out of the birth canal, <laughs> masculine, right. Yeah. Then great. Go, go be that. Go Be chop you. some wood. That's fine. Go do yeah. that. No big deal. But don't sit there being all weirded out by men who, you know, paint their toenails. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Um, don't, yeah. You're like, be you and then let the everybody be them. Yeah. Cause that's all you're doing is this just, is, this is an easy one. Being you. Yeah. This is anyway, such an easy one. I think that there is a question here though, Dan. Okay. Which is, how, if this is the attitude that many uh, people are starting to feel about Jesus, mm. right? <laughs> to the point that where they're like, they they know, they know when they go up to the pastor, right? And be yeah. like, mm, yeah, that's, oh no, that's weak, right? I, I'd rather you didn't preach that pussy shit. Right. They, they know that they're they they aren't aligning with this Jesus fellow. How long does how long before they they fully accept the fact that Jesus is not the God for them? Someone right? needs to introduce these guys to Muhammad. I do not think that's a good idea at all, Dan. <laughs> not even remotely. <laughs> these people need to stay as far from Islam as fucking possible because that. When, when, when American conservative Christians start converting to Islam, we are fucked. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a good moment. I think, uh, I think Christianity needs to start separating itself into, into factions. And one of them needs to turn into Islam. <laughs> uh, that way we know who we're dealing with and whatever. Well, they'll, they'll be more marginalized that way. It's hard to marginalize somebody when they're saying Jesus, but it's easy when they're saying Muhammad. So, well, I, I just can't wait for the, the, the first one of them to be like, when God created this country as a Muslim Islamic country. That's right. Yeah. The founding when Allah fathers came along <laughs> the, and yeah. made America. I, George yeah, Washington, he loved the Quran. <laughs> This is an Islamo Judeo. I, wait, it's a Judeo Islamic. I, I don't know what it is, but it ain't Christian country. <laughs> oh, goodness. Not gracious. good. Not good, Dan. This is the this worst is a, yeah. thing that has come up on this show in a very long time. <laughs> I'm terrified. I will not sleep well tonight, Dan. Well, because with of this thought, it's going to be nagging. Of Christians at me. converting to Islam? Yeah. What a horrible, <laughs> terrifying idea. You don't be Islamophobic. I, They're both just the same amount of bad. It, well, then I'm, I'm Islo Christophobic. Yeah. I'm a little phobic of them. Like the, yeah. Of these guys. Hell yeah. They are not healthy people. I'm, I'm religophobic. Yeah, it's true. 
They're, I think I they're might truly be. unhealthy, and there's and literally, they they're starting. It's starting to come out. Like these are the same people who attacked on January sixth. These are the same people who like stormed the Capitol and would have would have killed Nancy Pelosi if they had found her. Oh, jeez, yeah, I know. A hundred percent. These are these are mob rule. Do anything to make sure that everybody knows how tough you are, people. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I think it's I think it's healthy to fear them. <laughs> anyway, and they would love it. They would be so proud that we're afraid of them. I think that's that's true. Mission accomplished. Yeah, darn right, you're afraid of me. Who's the beta now, Dan Beecher? Yeah. Yep, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Well, uh, I am going to guess that we have some people who have thoughts and feelings about this topic, so I, 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 I reluctantly give you our email address. I don't reluctantly. Please feel free. Please, I encourage you to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. Uh, the telephone number is 424-666-8442. We'd love to hear your voice. Yeah. Hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Click that like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, they're great communities. They sound exclusive. They're not. Just go to our website, thinkoutimatheist.com slash members-only, and find out how to join. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.